Take the house. What will it look like? Maxine Waters tells us this hour. Hmm. Maxine, gotta love her. How good is the economy? And will it help the Republicans? We'll ask Stephen Moore. And should we vote on candidates because of their race and gender? We were told that yesterday. That is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio was the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers, my name's Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this beautiful, rainy Friday afternoon. The rain's going to go away soon, I think. I think it's going to rain overnight and it's stop in the morning. I'm not but, uh, anyway, 95 West End up on my way in. It was like parking lot. I had to come around a long way. Act like this never happened to you before. If y'all saw a black band weaving in and out of traffic, wasn't me. I don't know who that guy was. With the Lee Brother bumper sticker? He was like... Just somebody else? Driving like a bat out of... I don't know who that guy was. It wasn't me. All right, coming up at 4 o'clock, Delegate Kirk Cox is going to join us, Majority Leader. I don't know if you know this. I I talked to people today who didn't know this. There are two constitutional amendments on the ballot. And uh, Delegate Kirk Cox will update us on that. Also, Charlottesville, Virginia schools have a uniform change. They approved it yesterday, and uh, we're going to give you details on that and maybe get your take on it. But first, your phone lines are our phone lines. Your calls, (laughs) phone lines are open, 454-1366-804-454-1366. It's our final show before the election, so we got a jam-packed show here. We're going to give you some endorsements at 5. We're going to talk about why... um, you should vote. We have an annual tribute that we do every year that's kind of uh, about voting and the importance of it and why it's so critical that you understand the details, the points, uh, why freedom matters, what's the, what's the point of this voting. If, if, you can avoid, if you can vote yourself money from your neighbors, is that freedom? I think a free pie each week from Food Line would be uh, freedom. That's different. I'm not. T- you should free get a free pie. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Freedom maybe we should free, but pie should be. <laughs> that's what I'm okay. saying. That's maybe what you're saying. Um, but the, the think about that, though. The reality is if you can vote your neighbors to give you something, and your plan is to do that on Tuesday, you are a threat to freedom. If I could vote my brother to give me something. That would be different. That would be different. But that's not what happens, and you know that. No. But think about I that. I know it doesn't happen. And at five Ever. At five, <laughs> Ever. Not even Christmas. I give you money. Not even my birthday. That's, not now that's not true. I, I do get a Walmart card for you on your birthdays. That's different. Really? Where are you putting them? Because I have Oh, you haven't got them? I, I must no. be using them. Yeah, exactly. But I, if you think about this, seriously, this is a very, very important election coming on Tuesday. This is very important. And when you find out that there are people, your neighbors, who are going to vote to take money out of your pocket for any given program, that by definition isn't freedom. That's a threat to liberty. What's even a bigger threat to liberty is not only your neighbor voting for that, but they're actually politicians who cater to your neighbor to vote for them to go get money from someone else. And that's what we want to discuss coming up really throughout the entire show, but also more at 5 o'clock. All right, um, we were told yesterday by Oprah. Oprah. Who shows up in Georgia... 
And I, I, before I even get to her comments, I just want to ask one simple thing. If the Democrat in Georgia was a white male, would Oprah have been in, in Georgia? Does Oprah have too much time on her hands? Well, she's a billionaire. She can do whatever she wants. But That's right. But uh, I would say probably, let me, let me think on this for a second. No. <laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm going to go with no. Oh, you're going to go with no. Am All right. I right? So there must be a reason Oprah Do shows up in Georgia. Do I get like a Walmart gift card or something? Oh, yeah, no, you got a stack of them in your pocket <laughs> from my birthday. I'm old as dirt. You must have a pile of them. Oprah uh, shows up in Georgia yesterday and says this. Well, if we could get it to work. It's not treated oh, equally. Hang on a second. Here we go. Oh. You got sense enough to know that everybody is not treated equally. All right, now remember, she's in Georgia campaigning for, um, uh, why, why am I missing her name here? Why it's, have I never heard her? I, I, am I living in a cave? I mean, I've never heard her sound, I don't want to say so racist, but so racist. Well, you, uh, Abrams is her candidate she shows up for. And uh, let's just start the whole thing over again here. She, I'm going to let it run. Listen to what she is. She's there to support the candidate for governor who is a black woman. Not that it matters. We shouldn't even know. I mean, wouldn't it be great not to know her race or gender or any of those things? But Oprah makes a point of talking about it. You got sense enough to know that everybody is not treated equally. She's practicing. The reality is we see injustices, big and small, all around us every single day of our lives. And I know it's easy for a lot of people to feel that you have no power against those injustices. I'm here today because of Stacey Abrams. So she says all that. And then she says, I'm here for Stacey Abrams because there's injustices. I don't follow the logic on that. Can someone help me? 454-1360. What injustice is going on that Stacey Abrams, she can't run in Georgia? She's running in Georgia? It's a dead heat. Don't, she could don't win. Don't you think Oprah's just practicing for her own run for the White House? Uh, she certainly said she wasn't in the you speech. You can feel no power of the Death Star. Here she continues. And I'm here today. Why are you here? I'm here today because of the men and because of the women who were lynched, who were humiliated, who were discriminated against, who were what? suppressed, who were repressed and oppressed what? for the right for the equality at the polls. And Is I- she going to go to every campaign stop? Is this Did the she whole- say oppressed? I thought no, she, she said left that one off. You know, she's going back. Those are different times. Don't hey Oprah, don't look behind you. Look ahead. Hey, she's doing it for look one reason. Forward. What is her main goal here? To vote for a black person. Yes, That's what exactly this is about. Right. Exactly. She wants you to right. vote for Stacey Abrams because she is the because her color of her skin. That's the only reason she'd go down this list. With Oprah, no means yes. I think she's gonna run for the White House. I really do. I want you to know that their blood has seeped into my DNA. Oh, give me a break. Nothing seeped in your DNA except the dollar sign. To let their sacrifices be in vain. Meaning what? What does that mean? That means you should vote in general or for Stacey Abrams because she's black. And ladies and gentlemen of the jury, make no mistake about this. That is exactly why she's mentioned it. I actually can consider this... This is this is totally this is ridiculous. Vote for Stacey Abrams because she is black. If if Stacey Abrams was a white lady, Oprah would not be in Georgia. 
She well, found another black lady somewhere else. <laughs> and then there's this. She's a woman. Am I wrong? No, but thank you. But the combination here is amazing. She's black and a female. And a female. And Oprah doesn't leave out the female part. If you're a woman, let me just talk to the women for a minute. Yeah, talk to, talk to us women, honey, because I decided right now I'm going to You're a woman, you need to recognize it hasn't even been 100 years. What's the point? Since we even had the right to vote. What is the point of that? What does that even mean? So therefore you should vote for a woman because it's been law not even 100 years? In other words, she's afraid that a white man or woman will get elected and take her right to vote away nationwide. Oh, come on. That, that can't. That's, it, that's even worse than her statement. That's just well, stupid. Well, like you said, she's a billionaire. She can be as dumb as she wants to. Isn't that what you said? I, you know what? I don't consider Oprah dumb. She's just liberal. And, well, I guess that's one of the same. But here she is this saying— This makes no sense. It makes no sense. She is there arguing for voting, not on the things that you and I open the show with, the ideas of freedom and liberty and those things, but because of someone's skin and because of their gender. And there's more, and we'll share it with you next. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers. Well, if you ask me where I come from, here's what I tell everyone. America. America. I was great born America. by God's dear grace. You know, if you're a bargain hunter, if, if you, yes. you like to find truly stars. great bargains, you need to check out Aggie's Attic on Hungry Road. It's 2318 Hungry Road in the Laurel Park Shopping Center. They, uh, it's a great program. They benefit so many different organizations. They have a backpack program. They feed 38 students every weekend from three elementary schools in that area, Montrevet, Holiday, and Lakeside. They, uh, they have a scholarship fund, provides eight $500 scholarships to the Hermitage Technical Center and they support the Lakeside Rescue Squad, Christmas Mother, Lamb's Basket, Clothing for the Homeless, United Methodist Family Services, and others who show a need for help in the Lakeside Laurel areas. And if you have things you want to donate, bring them to Aggie's Ag Attic. They're only closed on Sunday and Monday. <clears throat> you can reach the manager at 921-9385. That's 921-9385. All the workers there are volunteers. They don't get paid. All of this money goes to support all of these organizations. It's, it's a truly great operation, and they've got some really super values. And, and also, Laurel Park United Methodist Church, this Saturday from 8 to 2 p.m., they're having their fall festival. It's uh, called Family Fun Day. They have a Brunswick stew sale. The Brunswick stew is awesome. They have a huge, massive yard sale. They have hot dogs, cold drinks, a bake sale. It's a really good time for you and your family, and you can find some incredible bargains there as well. That's this Saturday from 8 to 2, 2700 Hungry Road, right down the street from Aggie's Attic. Uh, oh, it's, it's all combined. It's Lee nice. Brothers will be there. You should be too. So come on out to the Family Fun Day at the Laurel Park United Methodist Church Saturday from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., and we'll see you there. Good escape from politics. Oprah Absolutely. Winfrey thinks that uh, voting should be based on the color of your skin and whether you're a woman. If you're a woman, 
Let me just talk to the women for a minute. What, what, what is so that? So if I was a woman, or if I identified as a woman, would she come out and, and you know, support me? Possibly. <laughs> Here we go. If you're a woman, you need to recognize it hasn't even been 100 years. And the point? Since we even had the right to vote, since we What's were considered point? a piece of property, you can we vote couldn't now. even own a piece of property. I love land so much, and I think, boy, if I was born at the, at the turn of the century, 20th century, I wouldn't even have the right to own the land without your father or your husband saying it was so. You didn't have the right what to even take care of yourself. Your point. So you didn't have a voice and now we do. Oh, so vote women. We as win- women people, we as women people need to stand united and vote our values. Women people? I've well, never heard that term. You ever heard that term, women new. people? It's kind of a new concept. How right? about men people? You believe this? Are we men people? So uh, I think uh, that we should both identify as women and see if that will overcome well, the fact that we're not women of color. Right. Well, now, Oprah does go <laughs> down right. this idea. Listen to how far she takes this, because her next clip is about sisters. Listen to what she says. And only when we unite as sisters, and I don't just mean sisters. Sisters? I mean sisters. Black sisters. Brown sisters. White sisters. Asian sisters. LGBTQ they're not even sisters. That's that is the most. That is the stupidest thing I have ever heard in my life. So now it's not just brown sisters and black sisters, but it's people. It's guys who think they're sisters. <laughs> the most insane. Oprah was insane yesterday. Vote because you're black, you're a woman, and you're a guy wanting to be a woman. That is the most unbelievable. This is the left today. This is Hollywood principles, Hollywood elitism showing up in Georgia because of race and gender. What if a woman wants to be a man? Well, no, that would be a problem because men are the worst scum on earth, according to the left today. What would they make them? Yeah, I don't. I can't pretend I to know. think like a liberal. I, I just know. can't do I'm it. Getting a headache over here know, thinking about just, it. It's too powerful. Thanks, Oprah. Yeah, way to go. Now, this is what we were talking about. You get to vote on Tuesday. Oprah made the case that the color of your skin and the fact that she's a female are all things that are much greater than what you believe. You can be a socialist. You can be a communist that is against the very Constitution in the United States. But if you are black and a female, they're going to spend upon Georgia. Good and to get, go. You know, get, you're good to go. Who yeah, cares? you're good to go. Oh, her policies? I don't know what those are, but she's black and she's a female. Yeah, doesn't matter what the policies are, their beliefs, or where they where they want to take the state of Georgia. It doesn't matter. All right, your phone Free calls. Company. What was that? Is that you? No, that okay. was a ghost. All right, your phone calls next. <laughs> 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW and 92.7 FM. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. You know, this is serious. Voting isn't just voting what you like. Sure it is. Most people think that. It's voting what should be constitutional. It's voting what you believe. It's voting freedom and liberty. It's voting based upon the color of your skin and your gender. I don't think so, Oprah. The, the but unfortunately, r- a lot of people in her audience are going to do just that. They are. 
No matter. They're going to vote. Oh, Oprah, she was so special to me. I, I actually got to wave at her. It doesn't matter. Did she wave back? No, but I, did, <laughs> I got to wave at her, and I'm going to have to vote the way she told me. Stacey Abrams, it doesn't matter what she believes. In fact, to liberalism, it is about identity. It's about color of your skin and the fact that you're female. In District 7 here in the Commonwealth, the Capitol, right here uh, with Brat and Spanberger, there are people who think Abby is a woman, so she should win based upon that. These aren't the principles of voting. That is insane. It's just, it's just really not, and it's a shame that that's how far we've come. Here's a question. Okay, I'm ready. How much does the economy impact voting on Tuesday? I think it does vote. I think it does impact voting. Sixty-seven point eight percent. Yeah, good. Is that the right answer? We just had the largest third quarter we've had in a very long time. Very, very, very long time. And gee, why? Who's in control? Let's see. Coming up, we're going to ask uh, Stephen Moore, who's one of Trump's senior economic advisors about it. He'll join us and tell us what's going on in the economy and why it just might matter to you on Tuesday. He's a truly great mark. Also, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. There is a video there, Truth on Illegal Immigration. It's phenomenal. Then there's the Voter's Guide. What's cool about the Voter's Guide is you can put in your zip code and your address. It tells you exactly who's there. Click on the person, tells you all about them. It's a great voter's guide at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our page. And the best gun parody ever. It's hilarious because it's true. The gun parody that is hilarious. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you to our page. And a picture of the brand new studio at 820 WNTW. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. We built this city on rock and roll. Built this city. Don't you love to just eat ice? We built this city on rock and roll. Just after 334, in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, there's ice in the house that we're chewing on. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, friend and my brother. brother. Sitting to his left, sometimes it's far left. We got to change that. Yeah, I'm actually sitting to your right. Sometimes you're far right, <laughs> which makes you a puke. No, I don't. We think need to so. get him a hat mark that says, "I am a liberal puke, and I can't help it." Four five four thirteen. It's all about the seat that he stole Not from true. me Not in the true. brand new Paw Studios here at eight twenty WNTW and FM ninety seven ninety two point seven. I can't get the numbers right. There's a uh, there's a picture of the studio on our Facebook page, and I'm good at that. And uh, you can check it out there. It's actually, it, it's palatial. It is. This is this, this is, is spectacular. This is very cool. You're studio, looking at. And I designed it. Actually, okay. I, okay, okay. I'll no, give you some credit. I didn't you did mention how you'd like it, and it didn't come out exactly like you wanted it. Thank God. But it did have some some neat features. I mean, you got the four microphones in here. You can actually get four people comfortably sitting in the studio. Absolutely. And you not, could get not that we need anymore, but six or eight in here probably. Exactly. So this is uh, this is kind of a. Kind of a big deal. Mark's behind the glass now, so I can't throw paper balls at That's him. That's true. He's, he's blocked in, so we're, we're not able to... I uh, could probably, you know, bounce it off the glass. Well, I think that if you did that, it would make zero difference at all. So You know why the glass is cut at an angle? See how it runs up? No, I don't. I'm not even paying 
Me either. No. I was hoping you would know because I had no idea. Okay. You can't get it. Okay. All right. Well, say. Glass is running uphill, and I do not know why. I have to get Mark to explain it to me at the break. So, on the. Uh, Maybe in, the saw was crooked. Possibly. The, uh, I think it was the Washington Post this morning, or no, I'm sorry, WVTF uh, radio was reporting that Virginia currently has one congresswoman. One. Now, it's a Republican, Barbara Comstock, up in District 10. But their point is that could change come Tuesday. Then again, maybe not. And what does it matter? I mean, let's pretend for just a second that it's all women. It's- then what? Then what? What does that mean? Does anyone care about anything other than the f- gender? It, it's irrelevant. There'll be a lot of jokes about men being chained to sinks and stoves and no, such. No, there won't. Serving their better halves. Obviously, if they were all women, it would be their the men's better half. What does make the difference in the election cycle? Well, the economy have anything to do with it. We've grown faster than expected, 3.5% in the third quarter. It, it's just unbelievable. You think the economy would have an effect on a man or a woman being elected? I, don't, I, I think it should. Not on, oh, not on gender, but it should based upon policy. In other words, if you're looking at the economy right now, you can't possibly think we're going the wrong direction. we got to change parties. We need a woman Democrat. You can't, you can't. Unless, unless you're in government already and you need more money to spend. That's the only way you could possibly think this economy is not good. And if you give it a little time, you're going to find out that a good economy generates more money than right. just taxing your constituents into oblivion. Growth is everything. It really is. I, there was a statement in the movie Woodlawn, I think it was, which is, I think, about football. And it said, go out and win because winning fixes everything. Go out and grow because growth fixes everything. So you took that football yeah. analogy you like that? and, you, no, and you stuck a new it word slick, in there yeah. and you made it. Yeah. You like so it. So, in other oh, words, impressed. eat Brunswick stew and grilled cheese sandwiches because Brunswick stew and grilled cheese sandwiches fixes everything. Albrecht that makes United no Methodist sense. Church has that wasn't Brunswick even stew choice. this that weekend even, from 8 till 2. Get there early. That, was, that made no sense. That was a terrible transition. Well, I didn't do as smooth a job with the analogy as you did. I didn't change the words around. I, I changed them towards food. You know, if you think, that doesn't surprise me. So, if you, if you seriously think that you want to stop the direction of the country by putting Maxine Waters in charge. Wow. Then wow. You, you might want to Every night rethink would be that. Halloween, wouldn't it? If the Democrats get their way and they win the House, Maxine Waters will be the chairman of the Financial Service Committee. Here's what she said about it. Most of the members of the Congressional Black Caucus will be chairs of the committees of the Congress of the United States of America. Now, I don't know why there's a black caucus, but what she's saying is the Congressional Black Caucus, which I guess is all black people, thanks for noticing Maxine Waters, um, will now be in charge of a lot of the committees if the she House— She said all of them. She said she did say all of them. She said all of the committees will be chaired by members of the Black Caucus. And now, that's not racist. I don't know what is. If, if I were to say— Every single committee in Congress should be chaired by a white guy. I would be called a racist, would I not? Of course. She continues. I will be 
the first African-American, the first woman to chair the power. There we are again. First African-American, first woman. As if that matters. Not because your policies, Maxine Waters, are so impressive and amazing. It's because you're so they aren't. They are not. But this is her race and her woman eyes. I will be the first African-American, the first woman to chair the powerful financial services committee. I don't think so. That's all of Wall Street. That's all the insurance companies. That's all the banks. And so, of course, the CEOs of the banks now are saying, what can we do to stop Maxine Waters? Because if she gets in, she's going to give us a bad time. You know what? Prayer is powerful, and I'll be praying <laughs> that you you are not, not, not put in that position. That position, Maxine Waters. You, when you are a nut job. When you, and you should not even be in government. When you think about a government that is oppressive, when you think of a government that is tyrannical and overreaching, that can impact people like this, you cannot look past Maxine Waters. No, who you thinks that think she of is Maxine Waters? She, which who thinks she's a queen? Not, not. I'm, I'm serious. Not a queen who can run the lives of our. She, she goes to say this statement that when I get there, I. I'm going to change things like that. That's all the insurance companies. That's all the banks. And so, of course, the CEOs of the banks now are saying, what can we do to stop Maxine Waters? That's because, because you're... if she gets in, she's going to give us a bad time. I have not forgotten you foreclosed on our houses. Why are houses foreclosed on? Because people no longer pay for them. <laughs> exactly. You mean to tell me, Maxine Waters, that you're mad at the banks for foreclosing on people who don't pay? Why don't you be mad at Bill Clinton for allowing them to buy the stinking house in the first place? Right. From the Community Investment Act, right. I've not forgotten that you undermined our community. I- How? How did the banks undermine our communities? See, you know what I'm saying? This is liberalism. It's just a statement. It's all it is. And it makes you kind of think about, well, what really happened? I have not forgotten that you stole us those exotic products, had a sign on the line for junk. And who did that? That was the government mandating it. What exotic products is she She's talking to? about um, health no, no down payment on loans, those oh, kind yeah. of things. That was Thanks, for, Bill Clinton. Yeah, that was a government deal for mess that we could not afford. And in doing that, I have people who are on the homeless who have never gotten back into a home. What am I going to do to you? What I'm going to do to you is fair. I'm going to do to you what you did to us. Maxine Waters is coming for your house and your car and anything else you might have uh, a loan on, I guess. I guess that's what she's saying. What else is she saying here? You know, it's interesting how the left loves government when they're in charge. Man, when they're in charge, they are going to do things to people. They're going to take government and make it hell for people. And that is why the conservative free market thinkers, including Madison and those similar, said a government that can do these things is very scary. This is why elections matter. You will put people in charge who want a bigger government to do more things. This is what you get. That's scary. You ought to be afraid Maxine of this. Maxine Waters is scary. And it, what's really scary is there are enough stupid people in the world to, to keep putting that woman in office. Think about it. Why the don't stupidity. people recognize <laughs> exactly. exactly. Now, people on the left think Trump is tyrannical. They think Trump is a dictator. They think Trump is uh, uh, overreaching. 
which is why we say government should be limited and small. Why do you want a bigger government that anyone's there can do all these things? This is the argument of, of freedom. This is the argument on the ballot on Tuesday. Do you want Maxine Waters in charge of the financial service company? Do you want liberalism and big government elites to, to rule in every aspect of your lives? Then if you do, vote for Abigail Spanberger. Vote for, for Don McEachin in District 4. Vote for Democrats because you're going to get more government, more regulation, more taxation, and more restrictions on your freedom. If that's what you want, I guess you can vote that way. If you want less money in your pocket, Abigail Spanberger is your candidate. If you want less money to oh. take care of your family and your bills and your homes with, then she's she's the one. If huh. Well, the other way to look at it is if you want to punish those who have done well, you want to hurt your neighbor because he's more successful than you, then you can vote for Abigail Spanberg. She'll make sure that that things are fair. 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 All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. The Lee Brothers, showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. My daddy served in the Army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that the best he died, songs ever. he wanted my mother, my brother, my sister, and That's me why I wrote to it. grow up. You know, there's a lot of... Uh, you know, I read that There's a lot of reasons why people vote. And I love talking to people, why they vote, how they vote. And you would think people would vote their pocketbook to some level. And if the economy is what it is, then the Republicans should win in a landslide. I mean, the reality of that is... Things the, are better today than they've been in a very, very long time. That's right. And you would think people would wake up and realize why. So this is the uh, last show before the election, so we got a lot to cover. At 5 o'clock, we're going to talk about uh, who to vote for, why vote. We have our endorsements. We have our annual um, You're More Powerful Than a President on Tuesday segment. And at 4 o'clock, uh, Delegate Kirk Cox will join us to talk about the amendments on the ballot that you will see on Tuesday. That's all dead ahead. But I do think there's another uh, factor that is uh, in this election. It's this caravan. This caravan that's coming from... South Africa or South America and, and working its way here. It's, it's coming yeah. right for us. Let me just, you know, the left is so incensed about this as if this is a, you know, some kind of humanitarian issue. And let me just tell you, I think the normal Americans, people who wake up every day trying to raise their kids to be moral, productive, work hard, they look at this as a threat. They're like, why would a thousands of thousands of people descend upon our border? There is a correct way to do things. And if and you want what's, what's wrong with holding these people accountable and making them come into the United States the right way? What's wrong with that? We have laws. Of Should course. we just blow the laws off? Exactly right. This is why I think this resonates with so many of the, the normal Americans. And I, I use that term half-jokingly. But most people understand the importance of borders, the importance of our country existing I mean, without walls, without borders, we're not a country. It's that simple. This uh, man on the street stuff we caught up last week was talking about walls and how they impact. Here's the, this is a UCLA students talking about walls. So do you think we should have a wall on no. our southern border to stop no. people from just coming in? No, there should be no wall. <laughs> we should have signs that say terrorists to the right, <laughs> illegals to the left. You believe that? I mean, what makes somebody say there should be no walls? Well, let's see. They continue. No, a wall, a barrier is the stupidest possible thing. It, really? 
It's the stupidest possible. Why did neighbors like, put up walls around their property? Why do people like do that? Sounds like he's the stupidest possible thing because there is a law. Our, our, our country has has laws, sure. But even beyond that. It's simple. There are laws. We want to keep bad people out. Fences, walls work. They work everywhere. They work in your neighborhood. They work uh, when they block sound on highways, they work everywhere you see, except all of a sudden they work on our border. Well, here's something. At night, when you're getting ready to go to bed, you close your front door. And lock it. Slash wall. And you lock it. You Why? keep it. You want to keep illegals out of your home. You don't want... Criminals in your house. If you don't have a problem with the wall on the border, then why do you close and lock your door? Leave your doors open. Tonight is National Leave Your Freaking Door Open. <laughs> See what Alga goes. Exactly. Tomorrow's it, Sandwich Day, by the way. I thought I'd throw that in there because sandwiches are tasty. Here's the hit to continue. That's not work. Uh, because look at history. Look at the Great Wall of China. There should be no walls in, in our planet. It's just wrong. I mean, imagine every country had a wall. How would we ever get around? <laughs> How would we ever get around? <laughs> there should be no walls in any countries. There should imagine, be no doors on any houses. Imagine if all these countries had walls. How would we get around? If you go That's to the, the people, mentality of the left. You go to the people who don't want walls and say, okay, you can't have a door anymore. Why? Yeah. That's a wall. It's the same thing. It's just unreal. Yeah, Listen, are you going to live in, a, live in a shelter with just a roof, no walls? How would we ever get around, you know, move around? Does it make you nervous about who would be coming over here since we really don't know who these people are? No, because I really don't know who most of the people are that are already here. Wow. That you is, don't know most of the country? Most of the people so, are already here. So <laughs> on that rationale, I guess we should just let anyone in here no matter what. Yeah, yeah, what she said. I tell you, I don't know most of the people in the country either. So I think we should have no walls, no doors, <laughs> you know, no no cash registers in the grocery stores. Voting Hence, on. free pie. I'm telling you, you want to know why important to vote? That right there is why you should vote, because those people vote. Those You've people got vote. To vote. You, you, this when is, those people are voting. Oh my word! <laughs> can you imagine what this country and what this world would be like if only those people voted and nobody else? Enough said. Your phone call's next. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. So how do you vote? You push this button on the machine. Sometimes okay, that's physically you how you vote. Oh, thought. Yeah, what do you vote on? Answering the question. What are the most important principles to you as you vote? We'll discuss those coming up more in the program, especially at five, as we give you reasons to vote, things to consider when voting, when it is one of your most uh, sacred duties as a uh, citizen, not only of the Commonwealth, but of America. And it's not to be taken lightly. And many people just think, I think I just want better health care. Well, it doesn't reside in D.C., I can tell you that. Not a single program that you think would make you better starts there. That's where the disaster is. Any politician that will promise you health care that is cheaper is a liar. They cannot. Only the market can do that. No government on the planet Earth has ever made health care cheaper. Zero. So you get the choice on Tuesday. We're going to talk more about that 
uh, as we move forward. But coming up, what are the two constitutional amendments on the ballot? No, no, there are. People are like, what are you talking about? No, there are two constitutional amendments on the ballot. We're going to tell you about those and what it really means. And uh, Charlottesville Schools has a new dress code. You can't wear anything in the Confederate Southern tradition. Or anything that says Nazi on them, which I don't know exactly how those two are connected. But we'll uh, we'll share those with you uh, coming up in the program. And your phone calls, 454-1366. We are the Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. See, Charlottesville schools have a new uh, dress code. We'll share that with you. Kind of interesting. Trump's economy is good for climate change. I kid you not, it's good for climate change, you leftists. And there are two constitutional amendments on the ballot. We'll explain them to you with great help from Speaker Cox. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show in the capital of the Commonwealth. My name's Scott Lee. Or the planet Earth. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely Friday afternoon. This this afternoon could turn ugly. We have you know, a cold front coming through the area this afternoon and early evening that could bring some severe storms, possibly even tornadoes to the area. So uh, don't kid me like you're not excited be careful about it. About that. You're reading it like it's it's so sad. You're excited. I just want you someone it. to call me and tell me if they see one so I can <laughs> exactly. see it too. All right, coming up at five, why your vote is important. We've got uh, our annual You're More Powerful Than a President segment. You will like it because it talks about freedom and liberty being the most important part. All right, joining us right now is the Speaker of the House, Delegate Kirk Cox. Delegate Cox. Great to be with you guys. How you doing? Hey, thanks for joining us. Eh, we're okay. Um, we're, we're concerned. We're concerned about uh, about Tuesday. I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm I'm concerned about it because I I just I just he gets like this every election. I, I do. He I'm does. It's a little nervous. Of him. I'm, he goes issues. around the house beating his head on the walls. I know that everything turns out fine sometimes, and he's all happy. I noticed, uh, Speaker Cox, that you did endorse uh, a couple people today. I'll, I'll let you speak to that real quickly with Ryan McAdams and Dave Brett. Sure, two great guys. Uh, Ryan, of course, is from the fourth district. Uh, he actually, uh, Scott, headed up the the state prayer caucus, and which we actually held in my majority leader's office. But just a uh, stand-up guy, I think you know, would very much uh, you know advance the president's agenda. Dave Bratt, uh, I'll be doing a kickoff with him tomorrow. Uh, sort of a wall kickoff, and obviously just the key seat, the seventh. And you know, I think Dave just is a straight down the line, great economic conservative, you know, uh, he is, he always kids college professor, but a good college professor, which is fairly rare. Uh, but we really need him. I mean, look, I've been through this 5149 thing, but it's better be having 5149 in the state house than being able to block things. And, 
know, Dave and Ryan uh, really are going to mean the majority. So two great guys. I also want to put a quick plug in for John Childry, who's running for Commonwealth yes. Attorney. Yep, we'll Couldn't talk. be a more important position. I've knocked doors with him several times. Great experience. So need to vote for him. Well, I appreciate you saying both all, all three of those things. I mean, I couldn't agree more with Ryan or with uh, McAdams and Brad. I mean, we have great candidates to uphold these ideas of liberty and freedom, no matter what is said about them. These guys know that government is the problem, not the solution. And we want people in D.C. that have the view that we aren't, not the view that we're serfs and peasants, but but that we know better than D.C. And these two guys have that view. And they are, quite honestly, a delegate uh, Kirk Cox, as, as a speaker, that would be empowering you more. That's really the, what federalism is all about. And those two guys go there, they'll do that. No question. You know the key principles of federalism is that people believe the state is sort of the laboratory of representative democracy. And, you know, you get guys like that up there, they'll let us implement a lot of smart policies, give us the freedom, not these prescriptive things that the Democrats will do. It's a, it's a key tenet of a republic. And they both are grounded in those principles. Their opponents are not whatsoever. And, uh, you know, these are key elections. I mean, people, I mean, we went through this last year, and, and unfortunately, we did experience the wave, and yep. our folks have got to show up. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I've been very blunt with people. I mean, you know, you've got to go the extra mile these last three days. I'll be out there, I mean, grinding. I've sent emails out. I'll be knocking doors. Good. Uh, you know, so we well, got to do that. Well, there's other things on the ballot other than people and, and positions. <laughs> there is There are two constitutional amendments. I wanted you to speak to these because, honestly, I, I was talking to a couple of people yesterday who had no idea that these are on the ballot. I don't, sometimes I wonder if we could do a better job of letting people know, like, instead of four days before, uh, the that there is a constitutional amendment. Before you tell us about them, would you explain the constitutional amendment process? Sure. It's, it's pretty simple in Virginia. It's fairly rigorous. An amendment has to pass with the majority vote of members elected in the House and Senate. Generally, in the second year that we're elected, there has to be an intervening election, which has already happened. And the reason for that simply is it allows, you know, people to sort of, they want to weigh in whether they like what you did the first year. You come back then after the intervening election, and we have passed it again. And now is when the people get it. So, in other words, we've been through that entire process. Now it's on the ballot. It's been vetted so, through two separate General Assembly sessions. Yeah. And now yes. it's to us. Yes. Got it. All right. So question one, which is going to be on the ballot, I think it's question one in this order, would authorize the General Assembly to allow, and I like this terminology, it authorizes you to allow localities to provide a tax exemption for real estate property that's subject to flooding. There's been some arguments on both sides of this. Uh, your your uh, explanation of it, sir. Sure, and, I, and I'll say bluntly, two is much more important to me than one, but I'll give you a quick explanation of one. The key to one is it is for flood and remediation. It basically, here's the key, it allows the locale they do not have to. I would thank some in Hampton Roads who want to do it. Uh, and so if you're making improvements to your property, you know, obviously to prevent recurring flooding, they can take that, you know, obviously consideration. Uh, they can put limits on that. It really gives the localities a lot of powers to craft that the way they want to craft that. Uh, and so, isn't that a good thing? You know, that, that one wasn't real easy. That was an eighty-nine to eight vote, uh, and I mean, it passed overwhelmingly. But you know, that one probably has a little bit more arguments both ways. I guess where I came down was that not everyone can simply just pick up and move. And it's, I think it's unrealistic to suggest that that's the only answer for people to deal with flooding. I mean, you do have that that problem and so but you as you a know, general assembly 
But and if you just pick up and move, then someone else is going to be dealing with the flooding at some point. Yeah, yeah. But, and, I, and like I said, it's permissive. I mean, a lot of the locality gives them the flexibility. So, you know. I'm kind of, yeah, the the thing that that I'm leaning here is I love the idea, and you tell me if I'm wrong on this, and I I could be. (laughs) You probably are. (laughs) That if the General Assembly is allowing the localities to make the decision, they're not making a decision, but they're actually returning to the locality to make that decision, which might be a better deal. Am I wrong? It's a better deal. We're trying to be consistent on that. As I've said on the show before, we're now returning 40% of the lottery money for education back to localities, no strings attached. And so neither the federalism is federal and state. I think in a lot of cases, good decisions are made on the local level. So, and, and I think just quickly for people to understand, and a lot of them go, why do we got to go through a constitutional amendment process on this? But our Constitution says, except as otherwise provided in this Constitution, the following property, no other shall be exempt from taxation. So the Constitution actually limps, actually lists which ones can be exempt. That's so a if good you're point. going to exempt anything, you have to list in the Constitution. Very good point. Very good point. Thank you for that clarity. Now, the second one. The second one is interesting. Currently, the law states that a surviving spouse of any veteran has is allowed 100% uh, dis- uh, tax, exempt. tax exemption on um, the property tax. That's the current law. However, if the spouse moves to another house, it's gone. They don't have it anymore. And so this, 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 the next question on the ballot, Constitution says, even if the spouse moves, that exemption moves with them. Is that the correct wording of that? Yeah, you did a really good job. I mean, this was already, this passes the constitutional amendment a little while ago. And to your point, 100% disabled lies the surviving spouse, not just the, you know, obviously 100% disabled person uh, to get that tax exemption, but you had to stay at that principal place of residence. You know, in some cases, you know, these folks were caretakers. They had quit their job. And so Jason Mayoris, who's a delegate Republican in Virginia Beach, told me at two cases one time, where these surviving spouses are getting ready to sign the papers and move, didn't realize this. Oh my. That's a big deal. That's a huge deal. And so the, the new language very simply is this exemption applies to the surviving spouse principal place of residence without any restriction on the spouse moving to a different principal place of residence. And that would be the change, which I think is very good. Now, that one, uh, you know, I'm, I'm big on it. Yeah, I'm I too. You know, yeah. that's, that's phenomenal. Well, Delegate, thank you for your time here. I appreciate the explanation on the two constitutional amendments. And um, let's uh, let's make sure we have something good happen on Tuesday. Huh? Thanks, Scott and Richard. I do. Big, big deal. People get out and vote. Big deal. Absolutely. <laughs> thank Thanks you, for joining us. That is a Speaker Thanks. of the House, Delegate Kurt Cox. And a truly great American. All right. Your phone calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW and 92.7 FM. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio. So now you know. Now, in case you're wondering, there you go. Two constitutional amendments on the ballot, which, by the way, these um, these things are uh, already vetted through the General Assembly. In other words, all the people you supported have already passed them, and now they sit before you, and you can decide how to vote on those. Yay and yay. Just, yeah, I mean, just, I think those are fine. Saying. I think that's fine. Absolutely. What's interesting to me is the basis on which and, and how people go to the polls to vote. You know, we're motivated you and me are motivated to go to the polls so that we can have a government in D.C. that is more free, a government in D.C. that that sends our freedoms 
back to us. That's what motivates us. You know what motivates the liberals and Democrats? Hate. Here's what motivates them. This president has radicalized so many more people than ISIS ever did. As the biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized to the right. And we have to start doing something about them. Trump has delivered on the things that they care about most. He has delivered racism for these people. He has delivered misogyny for these people. The same type of rhetoric, the same type of propaganda that you would have seen in Germany in 1938, the dehumanization, turning people into infested vermin. Look, the young people in this country are not with this sort of evil, nasty authoritarianism. Authoritarianism. See, I moved and I didn't get the memo. Isn't you that know, unbelievable? Racism and misogyny? Nobody told me any of this. This is why the left is voting, because they actually think this stuff's real. That's so pathetic. If you think that's real... You need to go back to school. I mean, I mean, that's that's incredible. Well, here, here's incredible. What, what's interesting is you just heard um, Howard Dean talk about authoritarian. Trump's an authoritarian. Trump has done more to deregulate, to move things out of Washington, which is the exact opposite of authoritarian. And if you're a liberal Democrat and you're voting against authoritarianism, how could you be voting for your party, who, who is all about that? Who is chasing public servants? And their families out, out of restaurants. restaurants. Exactly. And other places. Who's hassling them on the street? Who's going out saying incredibly nasty things, like to the lady whose husband was lost in 9-11? Right. Who's standing behind her, taunting her, hoping that she'll turn around and knock his teeth out? And, you know, honestly, I was hoping she would, too. I was hoping she'd turn around and flatten that punk. Here's more Democrat vile. Republicans have to call this out because their souls are on the line. Yeah. So he My heads souls. a giant cult. He also heads a party that knows very well that he's a giant cult. Of his erratic behavior, his ignorance could pose a profound danger to every single person in this country and literally every <laughs> inhabitant of the planet Earth. The planet Earth! The planet Earth! So now Trump's a... a no other planets. The, Mars and Venus, you're safe. But the it, planet Earth is in trouble because Trump is president. How motivational is that? If you're a Democrat, you now have to go to the polls because Trump is a threat to the planet. He's the president of the United States, but you don't understand. His tweets are a threat to the planet. Some are horrible people, horrible human beings. Who cares? <laughs> exactly. All right, here's more. Obviously a racist. He's obviously a demagogue. He obviously condones anti-Semitism, stokes up nationalist hatred, all the stuff we've said. Unbelievable. That is, that is unreal how blind the left is. Is Trump a great human being? No, sometimes he's a dirtbag, but he is not, e well, evil. Hang on, they're coming up here. How many That's presidents? propaganda. How many presidents have not been sometimes a dirtbag? Sometimes... A dirt bag. Well, they pick up their voice on, on a mic that's supposed to be turned off, and right. they're saying some pretty foul language. Right. It happens. I mean, it definitely happens. It happens. So here's more of it. That's what happened in Nazi Germany. Oh this gosh. radical group of right wingers who've perverted our democracy. Perverted democracy. How have a group of right wingers perverted democracy? Can someone I don't tell know. me? You think I'm too old for the Trump youth? Yeah, you don't fit that. Oh. Mm. I would Here's have to be difference. a Trump geezer, wouldn't I? The Democrats are motivated by hate. They're motivated by things that aren't true. And the, the conservatives are motivated by liberty. 
That's it. I don't want someone to go to D.C. and fix my health care because you can't. I want people to go to Washington, D.C. and let me pick my health care. They want let, let me decide what is in my insurance policies. That's what I want. I don't need your help, Abigail Spanberger. I can handle it. Make me more free. Your phone calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366, 454-1366. Seriously, it's, it's easy. Sure it is. Give us a call. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. What's, what's more motivational to get out and vote, hate or freedom? Listen, either, either way, get out there stands for. This has now become a struggle about good versus evil. And the president of the United States is evil. <laughs> Maybe you hate the way that they describe you as someone who's possibly supported Trump as evil. You know, maybe they, maybe they, maybe you hate that. Maybe you, Did you ever think call- it's hilarious because you should, you know, whenever somebody at that level calls you names and throws stones, you should just laugh it off and keep walking. Did you ever, uh, Call Obama evil? No, a lot of other things, but not evil. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't think the person who disagreed with me politically was evil. I I just didn't. Now they think Trump is evil. Now, if he is evil, he's not doing anything to put policies in place to act upon his evilness. All he's doing is making people more. They give them their money back. They're act, getting rid of regulations and taxation and burdensome oversight. I mean, all these things would be the opposite of a dictator who's evil. When Obama was elected, we respected the office of the, of the presidency. presidency of the sure. United States, and we treated him as such. We did, you know, we may have called him names on the air. Yeah, he's fun. You know, just fun names, though. You know, <laughs> yeah, right? Fun names, fun names, not not mean names, not evil names. No, not just fun. And we talk called about him his royal majesty. By the we way, called he, him the emperor. He was an authoritarian. Like he was the definition of authoritarian. Right. All right, coming up, Charlottesville's new dress code. We'll talk about that. And this new Trump's economy is good for climate change. All that in your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366, Click on the Lee Brothers Take Shadar page. More dead ahead. Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7. Radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers. Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter Just after 434 in the capital of the Commonwealth, we are the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee. You wish that song says Scott Lee. I don't care about that all song. People. All right, um... Phone lines are open, 454-1366, 454-1366. Not only are the phone lines open, and I'm, I'm Richard Lee. I'm here to tell you about Aggie's Attic. The Laurel Park Shopping Center, 2318 Hungry Road. If, if you're a bargain hunter and you're looking for anything, literally anything, you need to check out Aggie's Attic. And you need to do that on a regular basis because they're getting things in all the time. If you have things you want to donate, bring it to Aggie's Attic. 
or call for a pickup at 804-921-9385. That's 804-921-9385. And let me tell you what what they do with the funds they raise. They uh, they have a backpack program on weekends. They feed 38 students every weekend from three elementary schools. They have a scholarship fund, provides eight $500 scholarships to the Hermitage Technical Center. Not too shabby. And they support local organizations like Laurel, um, like Lakeside Rescue Squad, Christmas Mother, Lamb's Basket, Clothing for the Homeless, United Methodist Family Services, and anyone else who needs help in the Lakeside and Laurel area, they can go to Aggie's Attic. Attic Aggie's Attic. Say that five times fast. No, you just, can't do to say it. it once. You screwed it up. You can't you don't need to do say it, it five let's, times. <laughs> all right. Let's hear you say it. You can't do it. Aggie's Attic? Five times fast. Why would I need to say it five times? Because if you like don't, you have to give me a five mm-hmm. spot. You said it once. And screwed it. <laughs> also, this weekend, Laurel Park United Methodist Church at 2700 Hungry Road is having their, it's a family fun day. They have a huge yard sale. You talk about bargains. Huge yard sale. They also have some of the best Brunswick stew, in my opinion, you'll ever taste. They have hot dogs and cold drinks. It's, it's going to be a fun day mm. for everyone in the family. Bake sale, yard sale, Brunswick stew sale, hot dog sale. I mean, it, it's going on from 8 to 2 p.m. tomorrow. The Lee Brothers be there. You should be there, too. Come on down to the Laurel Park United Methodist Church tomorrow morning. Get there early for a best selection. It's a big weekend. I mean, there's a lot going it's a on. Big I mean, weekend. You've got uh, some some rallies. I understand Corey Stewart will be rallying here, somewhere here in the Capitol. we got... Uh, Brat rally and other rallies going on, so it'll be it'll be very yeah. very good. I'd like to go to the Brat rally, Charlottesville schools and the Corey Stewart rally. Yeah, and all of them. Char- Charlottesville uh, schools have a new dress code. They amended yesterday. In fact, the school board voted unanimously to provide students and prohibit students some kind of guidance so they're dressed appropriately. In other words. One week, everyone wears a skirt. Next week, everyone wears pants. No, that's not it at all. That's almost, that's pretty close. That's pretty it? close. But they want to prohibit students from wearing clothing with Confederate imagery. Well, I, I get that. The school board member, uh, Wade, said this is the first step. We're going to continue to work on this. The resolution states that Confederate and white nationalist imagery will continue to create a substantial disruption in the city schools because of the event. And oh, because of the events that happened a year ago, right, in the summer. So the Confederate and the white nationalists are, are used in the same sentence. Yes, which, you know. Well, that kind of ticks me yeah, off. I'm sure it does. Because All, Confederates weren't white nationalists. You know, no, they obviously, weren't. obviously there they were weren't. there were there were some that were fighting for slavery and others. But it's a look, here's the deal. Char- Charlottesville schools has to implement this. And which side do you think I come down on? You think I think I'm for this or against it? You're against it. I'm actually for it. But I'm in a bigger way. I'm for getting rid of all Boy, clothing you turn coated. that is not I think they should all weigh potato sacks. The exact well, that's exactly color where I was potato going. Sacks. That's where I was going. School uniforms. Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan of school uniforms. They've Every got school to be the same color. If someone washes it and it fades, they've got to give them a new potato sack. 
Well, I'm not sure potato sack right. is appropriate, but I think there ought to be school uniforms. Well, yeah. you might as well just call them potato sacks. They all look Why? the same. Potato sacks are the same star school potato uniforms. Potato sack? No, that doesn't look anything like Tangent. that. Why are, we, why are we talking about potato sacks? That has nothing to do with it. Nobody has ever worn a potato sack, ever. Have you ever seen anyone in a potato sack? No. I wore one once. That explains a large potato sack. Nip it in the butt. <laughs> this explains a ton, actually. That was too much blackberry wine on the wrong day. That's you know, all these, I can say. I will say this, though, about, about schools. These kids think they can go to school and make political statements of any kind. I don't care if it's right or left. School is not a opportunity for you to share any of your beliefs on anything. And you were there for math, science, and English. That's it. If you're under 21, you should legally not be able to make a political statement because you have no idea how dumb you sound. <laughs> well, I don't and go most, that far legally. I'm just saying in schools. Every, not every child. Look, not look, every child. You've brainwashed yours perfectly. But I'm saying. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> High school I'm is saying, not the place to make a political statement. No, and they, they and it's should not. legally not be allowed to make a political statement because they that's don't know why. Their, but what? from a hole in the ground. Oh, and, well, hole liberal, in the ground or but? I don't know. Liberal, which <laughs> liberal, this time you have gone too far. Liberal kids, This maybe. time you've gone too far. That's but, exactly right, Mark. Thank liberal you. kids have gone, uh, uh, that don't, don't know. You're right. But here's the deal. My your, overall your kids are brilliant. My overarching point they is. They truly are. That, you not so funny. much, but your kids. The overarching really premise that I'm trying to make here is that there should be school uniforms to eliminate all this crap. And then we don't have to worry about trying to ban Confederate imagery in Charlottesville. So what What about. And by the way, the issue in Charlottesville had nothing to do with Confederate clothes in high schools. No, it that, did That's it another stupid, stupid These people connection. There, they <laughs> have too much time on their hands <laughs> and nothing to do. This is ridiculous. Um, it is it is ridiculous. They wanted some national press. Hey, look, look what we're doing. This will never happen again in our city because we're going to make people wear potato sacks. <laughs> this is ridiculous. All right, uh, climate change has actually decreased in Trump's first year in office. <laughs> I don't see that because <clears throat> greenhouse gas emissions has dropped nearly three percent in Trump's first year. This is he eats a lot of steak. That's unbelievable. The number one cause of greenhouse gases is what comes out of the butt of a cow. And the, that's a fact. Liberals. That's a fact. Liberals have gone exactly. crazy. Liberals have gone crazy when Trump pulled out of the Paris Climate Accords. I think it's because state, uh, Trump eats a lot of steak. And America was concerned, possibly, but America's concerned that there's irreversible global warming, harmful green gases. But it turns out that climate change actually decreased during his first year, according to the EPA. Do they have a meter? Do they have a giant machine According somewhere that to says, the EPA. with a bunch of guys in white suits standing there with clipboards, walking up and down, reading the meters, going, climate change, climate change, climate change. Oh, it's decreasing. According to the EPA, if I must continue here. No, you must continue decreases, because I don't know what you're talking about. Overall decreases across sectors and that total U.S. green gas emissions reportedly decreased by 2.7% in Trump's first year. They went on to say this. The EPA went on to say these achievements flow largely from technical breakthroughs in private sector, not the heavy hand of government. That's the right. Trump administration has proven the federal regulations are not necessary to drive CO2 reductions. CO2? Mm -hmm. What did I say? Or CO2. It's CO2. Cot reductions. You, There'll be less cots in the world tonight. Nobody will be sleeping on a cot tonight. I've just about had enough of you. <laughs> many, while many around the world are talking about reducing greenhouse gases, the U.S. continues to deliver. This is unbelievable. This is what the left just hates when things like this happen. 
The report also said emissions from large power plants dropped 4.5% since 2006. That's awesome. Isn't this unbelievable? Now, remember, this whole time, Al Gore was trying to scare you when we pulled out of the accord, saying he thought thought it was reckless. He says it's indefensible, that it undermines America's standing in the world. Meanwhile, freedom works. And here's another thing, Al, if you're listening. The bird populations of the Earth are much lower today, so there'll be less pooping on your car and such because of your giant windmills that just chop them into oblivion <laughs> as they fly by. I was wondering it where you're going with that. sucks whole families of birds, and then you hear this, <laughs> and they're gone. That's Nothing but feathers on the no, ground. That's fine. You know, got to give up something. Al, something. you've got you've to give it credit where credit is due, buddy. Meanwhile, Canada, Spain, and the, U- and the EU, and China all had significant increases in carbon dioxide emissions. China released another 120 million more tons of carbon dioxide in the air in 2017 than in 2016. From cattle? No. You leftists. How do they know? How do they possibly? Because they know all Do they have meters? Sure. These leftists who think that we are the problem with the the global climate, you're, you're dead wrong. We are the ones who offer more freedom more technology, more options to make cleaner air and cleaner water. Fresher air, fresher water. I'm just saying, and you need to recognize that the problem is a place called China, socialized countries, communism. That's the problem. I'm just just saying in general now. Just saying. How about the largest cattle-producing country on earth? I don't know who that is. Do you? Uh, Not up on my cattle stats. The greenhouse gas is coming from the cows. Eat more steak. I should get an endorsement for that. I should get a check or something. Well, that's not the, really difficult. I mean, I mean, if you've had a steak. If you're out there and you want to write like a check, this. Richard it's Lee. It's I'm like right this. here. I mean, I'm waiting for the check. Once you have a steak, not you, here want, yet. you want another one. Absolutely. Steaks are amazing. Uh, many they're, they're so many times you want another one that night. I'm, I'm, well, immediately. Have you I mean, ever been to that place out there at Virginia Center Commons where you walk in, they got this giant case of steaks, and you pick out what slab of beef you want fried up to your perfection? What is that called? Longhorn Steakhouse, maybe? It's or not Longhorn. It's, um, I don't know what it is. I forget. Well, here's, yeah, here, here's what anyway, I know. You can, or, you can pick out your slab from the display case, have it cooked to perfection, and then you can sit down and savor it. Has anyone ever ate a steak? Hours. Has anyone ever ate a steak and said, I don't want any more of that? No. Those are things you've never heard. No, because if they did, I'd be standing behind him going, you going to eat the rest of that? <laughs> That's right. You gonna eat that? <laughs> All right, your phone calls next, 454-1366. We are the Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all that reading, it's the Lee Brothers. It's so much easier to listen to us than read the Federalist Papers. I mean, you can read the Federalist Papers, and they're, they're very, very good. But, you know, just count on us. One of the things we talk a lot about, including the Federalist Papers, is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Number one on the list is obviously life. And the position of life, to be pro-life, to me, it's, it's always been like, how could you not be? Is there someone that's anti I mean, pro-life is a position that every American ought to take. Absolutely. Especially when you're talking about the idea of the unborn. And even if you're not sure whether the life is a real life inside a mother, you can probably ask the mother. She'll tell you. But if you're not sure, why wouldn't you err on the side of life? You err the other way? I mean, if you drive on an accident and the car's in a ditch somewhere, do you just think, oh, 
who cares if there's somebody. No, you get out, you run down because you're hoping there's someone's and there's alive. Nobody does that, does the opposite of that. It's the same way, even within the abortion conversation, pro-choice, pro-life. The Lee brothers are, I dare use the word radically in front of it, but we're pro-life. There's no radically pro-life. You're pro-life, right? You're either pro-life or you're not pro-life. Right. You know, it, it, if you have a child and you don't want the child, there are people who will take the child. And there are, there are people, people who want the child who will, will help. love that child. One of the people that help uh, unwanted pregnancies or, or crisis pregnancies, as some call them, is the Pregnancy Resource Center of Metro Richmond, who we are huge fans of. Joining us right now is Executive Director Kim Warburton. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. Kim, we're glad you're here. We are, um, what you guys do it's critical. This is where the whole political conversation doesn't even matter because you are dealing where life exists. Will you explain to our listeners more of what the Pregnancy Resource Center does? Well, you know, the Pregnancy Resource Center has been providing life-affirming options um, to the larger RVA community for 35 years now. And so in that, we provide um, pregnancy option counseling, we provide ultrasound, we provide uh, prenatal vitamins, STD testing, parenting classes, mom support group, um, and just all kinds of um, opportunities for mom and dad, both. We um, have a director of um, ministry to fathers. And so we ministered and to both mom and dad. I noticed that. Awesome. That is that's awesome. That's incredible. You know, you know what's, this is so critical. There, there are true crisis pregnancies. There, there are. People are scared. They're, they're pregnant. Yes. They, they don't know what to do. And it is a wonderful, legitimate, tangible uh, way that you can show the community that not only do you uphold the, the principles of life, but there are options. Right. Exactly. And we share those options with them, and we talk to them about the practical abuse of parenting, and we talk to them about the option of adoption. And so we give them all the facts, and um, then we also, you know, just trust that they will make these really good decisions once they have the truth. And many right. of them do. You know, the beauty of the truth of life is just very self-evident. And so once people are beginning to understand, wait a minute, this is a life, this is a child. They're looking at their options differently. Also, when they know they have support. Yeah. And so involving dad has been a huge, um, made a huge difference. And you, uh, you are not getting any money from government at any level. No state no. money, no federal money. Unlike, I hate to use the word competition, but unlike others who receive federal money, uh, in some cases state money, to perpetuate a very hurtful climate, you are doing this strictly with donations. And you should, yes. be, you should be getting federal money. If anyone should be getting <laughs> exactly. federal money, actually a great point. you should be getting the federal money. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, we save the federal government a lot of money every year. Pregnancy centers uh, really nationally and state, we save them a lot of money because we um, also provide some material help and resources. I think we right. build strong families and strong communities. And help parents to get a really great start so that their children will have a better future. That's so I don't awesome. know that anybody could ever figure out how much money we probably do save the taxpayers. But, no, we don't get any state or federal funds. Kim, uh, in the remaining minute we have here, can you tell us about your, uh, your um, gala that's coming up and how people can participate? 
We, I will. We are so excited. Um, on November 15th, it's a Thursday night, we will be having our 35th anniversary gala to celebrate 35 years of being here in Metro Richmond. If people can find out more about the gala by going on our website, friendsofprcrichmond.org, or calling us at 804 673 Four one five zero. You do need a reservation, but we'd love to have you come. Awesome, Kim. Thank you so much, and God bless what you're doing. Thank Absolutely. You. Thank you both. Glad to have thank you. Thank you for what you do. Okay, bless you. The executive director of Pregnancy Resource Center, Kim Warburton, and a truly a great American. Your phone calls next: four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety two point seven FM. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. I, mean, I just think it's, the studio's phenomenal. Look I love how much my piano playing. Look at you back there, all laid up like it's a. You need a big lounge chair or something. The way you're in the studio, like it's. No, I don't. These chairs are fine. Well, that's true. Good point. You got three of them lined up there. And you're all no. Yes. Two of them. I didn't, okay. I didn't use the third one because I thought it would be overkill. Tuesday. I thought you would whine, yeah. cry, fuss. Tuesday, you will be more powerful than a president. We're going to explain that coming up and the importance of what the election day is and why you need to think really hard about what you do on Tuesday. We'll explain that more coming up in Dead Ahead. Check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Three great videos there. One is the truth on illegal immigration, a voter guide that's spectacular, and the best gun parody ever, 820theanswer.com. Keyword Lee Brothers. Click on the Lee Brothers Take Share page. If you need to know who to vote for, we'll be glad to tell you. 454 1366 Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. I don't think most people know who Frederick Douglass is, but the Frederick Douglass Foundation has endorsed Ryan McAdams in the 4th District. We'll talk about that. The Lee Brothers. Our endorsements this hour, that should be fun, and you are more powerful than a president on Tuesday. That is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots, radio is the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. The only two-headed talk show on the planet Earth. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Uh, the weather's going to be ugly out there this afternoon into the evening so be careful we could have some tornadoes we could have over an inch of rain in some areas we got a cold front coming through and what they first forecast as showers could turn into i don't know if the proper words are gully washers i don't don't know but a lot of a lot of water coming out of the sky so be careful in your commute home please contain your excitement and uh, if you see a tornado I'm going to give you Scott's cell phone number rather than mine because he'll call me. Because if, t- <laughs> if you see a tornado, I want to see it too. So I need to know where it is. Okay. You can email us at patriots at theleebrothers.com. Okay, Scott, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hurry up now. I'm going to stop on talking. On Tuesday. I'm going to stop talking right now. So you are you ready? I'm going to queue you up here. Three, two. You, you have made me very angry. That's so perfect. Start talking. All right, on Tuesday. Don't stop. Don't stop. Start talking. I got that much of it on Tuesday. Let's hear the rest. Don't stop. Well, you stopped. Now you've stopped. So now I've got to talk. 
because we can't have dead air and dead air is not there good. There can't be any more and more annoying. On annoying. Tuesday, more get annoying. out and vote. Get more, out and vote. More annoying than you. Vote for the people we tell you to vote for because we we know who to vote for. That's just how we roll. Our full endorsements are coming up next. But first, Tuesday, you are more powerful than a president. Things left to themselves, they they always they always get worse. Cars get dirty, people get heavier and out of shape, and there's this trend, and it's always negative. Things break down, they need repair, and freedom, freedom fades. Positive te- trends and positive direction, well, that requires work. It becomes easier to trust government. You see, as people age, security fades, governments grow. But when governments grow, by definition, freedom wanes. We're distracted by cultural TV shows and fads and wealth and people forget. And liberty, it it diminishes and tyranny grows and you don't even notice it. Without diligence, freedom will disappear. It was Thomas Paine that said, those who expect to reap the blessings of freedom must, like men, undergo the fatigues of supporting it. Ronald Reagan said, freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We don't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. One day, we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like in the United States, where men were free. You see, we're in this battle. It's, it's a battle of ideas. It's a battle of ideals of freedom. It's a battle for the very foundation of the republic. In fact, many of these principles are similar to the very reason that caused us to put pen to paper outlining the assaults on liberty by King George III. Today, we have a group of people that have forgotten our founding ideals. They've forgotten why government was limited and the threat that a large, overreaching federal government can have. Today, we're comfortable. People are comfortable. They're comfortable in a promise. You see, it's a promise of a fake utopia, a fake security in exchange for freedom. You know, the freedom to fail, the freedom to succeed, the freedom to live without government dictates. Unfortunately, many of our politicians cater to government mandates and promises. Promises paid for by your neighbor. You see, this is not why Patrick Henry stood up on the floor of St. John's Church right here in Richmond and made the case for liberty. Henry wasn't interested in a government that would mandate light bulbs, health care, or wages. No, in fact, Henry said, if life's so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery, forbid it, almighty God. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. You know, men used to talk this way. They used to talk about freedom and liberty, discussing the need to expand it. Yet today, men discuss American Idol and how federal government should do more, not less. There was a time when men thought freedom was so dear they would die for it 
These were the same men who thought our Constitution meant something, and a smaller government meant more freedom. Fact is, men who went before us died for the very freedom we are letting slip right through our hands every day. And this week and today, we get to honor them. Well, see, this is the good news. We get to honor them with our diligence to uphold the freedom they died to protect and the freedom they died to give us. The best way, and we say this often, the best way to thank men like Jefferson and Madison and Mason, George Washington, Patrick Henry, the best way to thank them is to, is to fight for what they stood for today. You see, now you, it's your turn to fight for the freedom they provided. But it, the good news is it will not require you to give up your lives, your fortunes, or your sacred honor. However, it will require you to be wise, thoughtful, and to be discriminating with the one great freedom that is still left, your freedom to vote. But you are in a swing state. The battle is here. And on our flag reads, Sick Semper Tyrannus, Death to Tyrants. In other words, we here our Virginia citizens and American patriots, we prefer liberty to tyranny. You, on Tuesday, will have the power of George Washington, the power that led 2,500 barefoot and bloody troops across the Delaware to win the Battle of Trenton. On Tuesday, you have more power than any president. It's up to you. You decide. Your children and your children's children are counting on you. How will you vote? Will you vote for more government or less? Will you vote to expand freedom or shrink it? The choice, the choice is yours. Choose wisely. Choose wisely on Tuesday. We're counting on you and many across the Commonwealth of Virginia are as well. And we're not telling you how to vote. Well, well actually we are, but... Yeah, we'll do that next. Yeah, we'll do that next. We'll and, give you the reason why to vote a and, certain way. And your phone calls, 454-1366, 454-1366. On Tuesday, you are more powerful than a president. The Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream, it's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. You know, I don't know how to uh, express it any more powerfully than we did. What happens on Tuesday, you need to take seriously. I mean, I understand that people are like, well, he's my favorite candidate or she's my favorite candidate. Look, what are, Why? The, what are the principles Why? that undermine your positions? What are those principles? Yeah. And are they rooted in liberty? Or are they rooted in something else? Because what you do Tuesday is going to have a direct effect on your life. Right. It is. And, and no if question you don't believe it. in what your best buddy stands for in their principles, or 
then don't vote for them. Well, even you if, have to vote what you believe. Here's the deal. Even if Abigail Spanberger is the greatest person to ever walk in his buddy of yours, Abigail Spanberger Which is, is not true, but hey, if you think so. <laughs> she's going to go to D.C. and empower, not you. She's not going to empower you. She's yeah. going to empower Washington, D.C. over your life. And now she may disguise that and say, oh, no, it's for your health care. It's for your benefit. But that's what despots say. Governments tell people that. They tell their serfs and peasants, I will take care of you. And it becomes a bigger burden on you, not a help. You said despot. 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 What happened? You know. Um, despot. I said despot. You yes, said despot. Word. But here's the deal. You do have a choice on, uh, on Tuesday, and it is a critical choice. Every election gives this dynamic difference between the two. I remember during the Obama election, uh, it was when they went on and fought Mitt Romney, and they ran into this woman that said that she had an Obama phone. And I remember thinking to myself, this is what we're voting against. She's it, voting for a president because she has a phone? She does. An Obama phone? Here it is. It's, 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 it's the ringtone that everyone wants. Everybody in Cleveland get Obama phone! And lets everyone around you know exactly where you stand. Presenting the Obama phone ringtone. The Obama phone ringtone is free. You on full steps, you on social security, you got low income, you disability. Like everything should be if you be disenfranchised, whatever that means. You know? Your bail bondsman is calling. Your mama's calling. Your ex-husband is calling. He sucks. Because the right to a free cell phone ringtone is guaranteed in the Constitution. You know? Or it will be soon, depending on who wins Ohio. Keep Obama in president. The Obama phone ringtone. Obama Free to Obama phone holders. The one ringtone that screams entitlement. Obama New from the free app store. Obama EBT card sold separately. I'm Barack Obama. Obama And I approve this message. Now, now look, that, that is a real constituent. That was a real uh, capturing. That voice. Obama phone. That was a real that, constituent. That woman who's been gargling with razor blades or something. She, that's real. That's a real constituent. They made a parody out of that's correct. Her recording when they asked her, "Why are you voting for Obama?" Obama phone, food stamps, Social Security, disability. These are all the things she sure. named. That's why she was voting for Obama. And what happened to the lady that said all of the same things and voted for Obama? And then they went back and interviewed her again after you know, three and a half years in the White House, and she said he hadn't done a thing. He's done not one thing he promised. Or I think it was um, this woman from the Obama era. After Obama was elected, she said this. Well, I thought it was with I won't have to worry about putting gas in my car. I won't have to worry about paying my mortgage. Exactly. Exactly. I don't worry about putting gas in my car or paying my mortgage. How do people vote? Why do people vote the way they do? We have, a, we have a group of people who literally look to the federal government for answers, and that's a problem. So when you go to the polling place on Tuesday, you got to think about what your desires are. What do you really want from government? You know, historically, people from that party are pretty much make the same kind of ridiculous promises that they have no intention of ever fulfilling. That's the whole purpose of bringing up this Obama stuff. You know, it's just the way it is with certain political parties. You can figure out which one, but the sure. look at the nation today. Look at the country today. Look at the economy today. Look what happened. And look at the economy three years, four years, five years ago, and then 
vote your conscience on Tuesday. Exactly. So the same things may not be an Obama phone this election, but people may be saying, I want to vote for my health care. Let me tell you something. If health care is found in a far off land surrounded by a beltway run by kings and queens, we're all in trouble. If it's on a ballot, you're in trouble. <laughs> exactly. And if the they, bottom line well, here's, is. Here's another way of looking at it. If a politician can take it away, there's a problem. Absolutely. And, and Absolutely. you ought to be concerned. That, in fact, Jefferson said this. The government that can give you everything also has the power to take it all away. Be very careful what you want the federal government to be in charge of. Yeah, right. Health care today is at its all-time high as far as prices go. And from someone who's used an incredible amount of health care this year, and I thank, thank, thank the insurance company for that because, man, I don't know what well, I would have exactly. done. I, I would not be sitting here talking right, right now. If I had to pay for this, That'd be unbelievable. I have had over a million dollars in health expenses this year you're, alone. You were the original $6 million <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the insurance, that's why you have insurance well, for of course. catastrophic Exactly things. right. You don't go to the, turn in your insurance for a hangnail. Some I mean, do. You pull it out. <laughs> that's right. All that's right, your phone. Scott does. That's your, what I do. Your phone calls next, 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. Representing the end of political correctness, it's the Lee Brothers. <laughs> You know, we just simply ask you to take it seriously. I mean, if you're going to go to the polling place, don't go, well, just because they're going to take care of me, I'm voting for them. Uh, you know what? The yeah. thing is, they're not going to take care exactly. of you. They're not, not, not going to take care of you, number one. Number two, voting is a privilege. Here's what uh, Abigail Spanberger said this week. People across our district are concerned about health care, the rising cost of premiums, and the cost of prescription drugs. Hey, guess what parties? Responsible for all of the raising costs. Of all that. Unbelievable. That's what I don't understand is why people can't see this. They can go out there and campaign and say these things, and people will vote for them because they said this thing, even though they're indirectly responsible. Government. Democrats have to talk, tell voters (laughs) what they're going to be do for them. That's hilarious. Be do. Talk, tell, and be do. That's what what the Democrats do. Let me just quote uh, a very famous uh, president, Ronald Reagan, who said, government is the problem, not the solution. And every time you hear a Democrat say health care or the rising cost of premiums and prescription drugs, you need to think, wait a minute, there's a reason why. And government is the reason, not the solution. Those are the simple things that are on the ballot. Let me let me ask you a question. When a candidate, a candidate decides to align themselves with a political party, are they or are they not indirectly responsible for the actions and the the results of their of the actions of that political sure party. They well, they've effectively endorsed them because she of the is indirectly responsible for your higher health care costs. She's, She's indirectly responsible for higher taxes. She's indirectly responsible for taking money out of your pocket. And guess what? She gets elected. She's going to do all those things <laughs> exactly right. to you again. She's a Democrat. You, what you need to do is sign on the line for her and bend over as you walk out because she's going to take it from you. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM.
brothers showing off the First Amendment and using the second only when necessary. I want a lot of show. Just after 5.34, in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother sitting across from me. Sitting to his right, sometimes his far right. Ooh, that's different. Is is Richard Lee. And the music in the background is the Lee Brothers house band from when they, before their voices (laughs) changed. Very funny. That was back when, before our voices had changed. There is, uh, (laughs) there's some things you need to know about, about Tuesday. And it's voting day. It's election day. Whatever you want to call it, right? And call no, it whatever you want. Well, the things you need to know are uh, obviously that the polls open at six a.m. and they close at seven p.m. and uh, those are the important things. You can actually go to um, to uh, the website, the elections website, and get more information. But you're going to need a photo ID, which is very, very good. So those things are important. You need a photo ID. Why wouldn't you need one? Um, you will be uh, uh, to choose a U.S. senator and members of the House of, uh, of, of Representatives. That's the point of this election, in case you don't know. You'll get to choose, um, depending on where you're voting, the 4th District, which is, is uh, an option, 1st District, 5th, 2nd, 7th, all these around you. The Senate seat is open, U.S. Senate seat, one of them. Not Mark Warner's, um, Tim Kaine's. In, in Chesterfield, you will, have, you will get a chance to elect a Commonwealth attorney. That should be John Childry, by the way, and not Scott Miles. Write this down. Um, and in RICO, you get to vote on a uh, on the Brooklyn District Supervisor. The candidates are Danny Plotter and and Dan um, Dan Schmidt. Those are your two um, choices there. In Richmond, voters will choose a school board member for the seventh. And in Goochland, voters get to elect a school board member in District Three. So there's a, there's a lot on the ballot you need to be aware of. And we already talked about. Uh, the two constitutional amendments that will be on the ballot. And we talked about that with the majority leader, uh, or I'm sorry, speaker of the House, uh, Kurt Cox, earlier. I smell apple pie. So what you have is um, this Tuesday, you have the United States Senate. And the, and the choice on the United States Senate is Corey Stewart, Republican. That's the one you write down, Corey uh, Stewart. Tim Kaine. And Matt Waters. Those I'm not sure how you would write down. Anyway. Wow. 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 Good news is. You know what he was saying, wow, too? Do you yeah, remember? Oh, I do remember. Absolutely. He was a, the a lack of Virginia citizens in the room. He was a little shocked by that. Well, he wasn't shocked. He was excited because he himself. Oh, that's true. Not that's, a Virginia that's exactly citizen. Exactly right. Well, that's his exactly wow. Right. You can uh, hear I'm the sorry. smile in his wow. He that's was wow. very pleased. Wow. It's a wow. Very pleased that these. Transplants like had found their way to the Commonwealth. So the United States Senate is is, is a big deal. I mean, Tim Kaine um, will continue his antics as he always had. In fact, I found a um, I found a article that I wrote. I think it was six years ago, and it was called "How Dare You, Tim Kaine? What Nerve?" And, and listen to how it might even relate to today. It takes, this is how I opened it. it takes you going to read that thing again? No, I'm just kidding. It takes an amazing amount of chutzpah to ask a taxpayer of any income level to pay tax, to pay more taxes at the federal level. Question. Define chutzpah. Don't need to. Well, I don't know exactly what it means. Well, is it something to eat? No, no. Is it something that you would not want to discuss? No. Something that, 
nope. happens in private time. I mean, I don't know what chutzpah is. I'm not. Now, as a reminder, this article that I wrote was six years ago. So Obama was president. And Tim Kaine and Obama were like this. They were tight, you see. They were tight as two pukes on a porch swing in, in the South. The interesting thing was... Eating salted peanuts. In the, in the article that I wrote, it dealt with... With sweet tea. Taxes. And still the fact that tax cuts cause deficit. It's the same argument we have today. It's the exact same one. So... Oh, I thought you were going to read it. Tim Kaine is, uh, is certainly not the choice for the Commonwealth. Now, in District 4, you have um, three choices there. You have a libertarian by the name of Pete Wells. You have the current sitting congressman, Democrat Donald McEachin, and you have Ryan McAdams as a Republican option. Now, Ryan McAdams is a truly great Virginian and American. He's an awesome guy. That's yeah, interesting. He's got a great sense of humor, and he's a true public servant. The right. fact that he... You know, according to his Facebook page, he shot his <laughs> dog for an ad. That's not, that's not beside the point. That's not the point. That's Ignore not, that. That's not how it went down. No, fact, if you read, if you read that, here's what it says. You I'm can read at, it a lot of different ways. I'm looking at Ryan McAdams' it's Facebook hilarious. page, and it's, it has a picture of him and his dog, and he's holding a rifle and he's smiling, and he goes, "This is an exact quote from his Facebook page. This is a picture of me and my dog Ben that." That was shot for a Second Amendment mailer. <laughs> now, you can take that that he shot the dog for the Second Amendment mailer or that the picture was shot. I well, tend to lean towards the picture. Well, he may have shot his dog. Who knows? I just don't. He may have. I don't know why you know, he would do that and then take a picture. I don't know why he'd do it either. I, don't, I really don't think he shot his dog. That could not be. I don't think he shot it. It's dog. actually great verbiage, though, because it makes you think. Wait a minute. It is what? hilarious. Yeah, it's, it's great sense it's of like, humor. It's like when you say, throw the cow over the fence some hay. I mean, that yeah. doesn't. Oh, you That's something. Okay, I mean, that is something. Yes, it is something. You sound like Yoda when you say something like that. You ever heard anybody say that? Throw the cow or the... Sure you have. Okay. Yeah, I have. All right. Yeah. So we've radically, emphatically, with passion and authority, endorsed Ryan with McAdams for the congressional seat in District 4. And, Absolutely. And, and, and he, he is the only real candidate. He's a... You know, Brian McAdams, if you haven't met the gentleman, if you met him... He's just an incredible Virginian, incredible American, and he's a, he is a true public servant. And that's who you want to vote for, a public servant. Somebody's going to look out for you. As, uh, as people listen to our program for all the years, they know where we stand and what we want from government. And so when we say we endorse a certain person like Orion McAdams, it is directly related to our belief that government is the problem, not the solution. McAdams or McEachin's the other way. McKeachin believes that he can fix all your problems in Washington, D.C. That's a disaster. Do you think government, are you in love with government and you think government is all the answers to everything and that government will do so much for you? What have they done for you? What have they done for you lately? What have they done for you ever, ever? Right. Except take your money and waste it. District 7 has three candidates. The uh, Walton, Joe Walton is the libertarian candidate. Abigail Spanberger is the Democratic uh, candidate, and the sitting congressman is Congressman Dave Brad, a Republican. A truly great American, a truly great Virginian, a true public servant. He's done a phenomenal job in Washington. All of these bogus ads showing him taking money with that <laughs> silly grin, they're all bogus. It's all a load of dino dung. Dave Brad is the only choice, only choice. 
Or, or this, that seat. This is Abigail Spanberger. But I do think this tax cut was a mistake. I, okay. Well, yeah, of course it was a mistake. Course, because mistake. you've got less money to spend. <laughs> that's right. Because Abby. government has less money, it's a mistake. But I do think this tax cut was a mistake. I, if you think the tax cut was a mistake, then you have a warped sense of how the economy works. And you have a warped sense of how government should live within their means. We are giving away in the tax code about $1.3 trillion a year. That's an example of it. Tim Kaine thought a tax uh, break was giving away money to you. That's a mentality that is dangerous. Abigail Spanberger has that same mentality, that tax cuts are bad, not good. Look if at you, the economy. Why is the economy exploding out there? Is it because of tax cuts? Oh, I don't right. know. But I'm going to tell you something. If you've got more money in your pocket to spend, you're going to spend it. The economy is going to prosper. The government will get more taxes from you doing what you want to do with your money. It's your money. Every argument against Brat that Abigail Spanberger has proposed and said is an example of Dave Bratt trying to reduce the scope and scale of the federal government. And Abby exactly. turns it around to make it seem like it's an attack on you. Bratt's philosophy is one of a limited federal government. For Abby to turn that around to make it sound like it's a threat to, to, to you is craziness. If, and if you're, that was interesting. If you're an elderly person and you're paying a lot for your prescription drugs now and you've seen Abby's ad, showing how Dave Bratt is trying to cut taxes for these big drug companies. It's so ridiculous. Guess why, he's, guess why he's doing it? You're sitting there going, I'm getting mad. They cut the taxes. They make more money. They raise their price. No, they cut the taxes so the big drug companies can make your medicine and sell it to you for less. Sell it to you for less. Well, not, <laughs> not more. I mean, that is just, that should be... Illegal, it probably is, but you know what? That particular... <laughs> Here's the audit. It's amazing that a tax cut for a corporation transfers into them screwing you. I mean, exactly. It's exactly. like, what? It doesn't Excuse make me, sense. how does that happen? Oh, he's doing that so he can get more money from them. He doesn't get any money from them. He gets to put exactly nothing in his pocket from because them. Because of a tax cut. Because of a tax cut. He gets nothing from them. Right. All right, so that's uh, District 7. Uh, Commonwealth's attorney. We talked about this a little bit. Scott Miles is the Democrat. John uh, Childry is the Republican. Uh, John has been in the studio. We have met John. John is an ex example of, um, well, actually, when we get back, I'm going to tell you more about that. I've, I've, got, uh, great American. I've got some things I want to say about him when and we get Virginia. back. And, of course, your phone calls. Also, you can chime in here. Give us your endorsements, what you think, on this 15 minutes before the end of our program, and you get to vote on Tuesday. 454-1366, 454-1366. We are the Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. What a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata. You can repeat everything. Hakuna Matata. There's worries, baby. It's coming Tuesday. But I do think there's no worries. Wait, I, I think our audience is intelligent enough. Our audience? No worries. Yes. Well, that's not, I mean, we'd like to address everybody. But I do think this tax cut was a mistake. I hmm. That's Aggie. Uh, that's um, Abby. Abby. Uh, Spanberger. Spanberger. Uh, she is all about tax increases 
More, more control. No, she says more she's control not. of your health care. She said she's not. She, she says she's not. Tim Kaine, years ago, when he was elected governor, two weeks before the election, he swore there would be no tax increases in his administration. We need to learn to live within our means. Those were his pretty much exact words. Uh, two weeks, three weeks, four the, weeks after he was elected, he tried to push through a huge tax increase. It's a bit of uh, it's not that hard for District 7 this time. I mean, Abigail Spanberger is part of the Democrat um, house. She's going to help uh, Maxine Waters get on that financial committee, which would be a disaster. Now, if you're a supporter of Abby and you don't know who Maxine Waters is, <laughs> you better do some research before <laughs> exactly. Tuesday because it will scare you to death. It will. Hey, real quickly on uh, John Childry and Scott Miles, the, 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 the two candidates for your Commonwealth attorney. The, John Childry currently is the chief deputy Chesterfield Commonwealth attorney's and 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 that all and and he has incredible experience. Twenty years, over nineteen years as a prosecutor in Chesterfield. Scott Miles has just been the assistant C- uh, uh, Commonwealth attorney in Richmond for for since two thousand six and two thousand nine. Currently, he just runs a one office attorney attorney office. Qualifications? I don't even know what those are. But the difference is Scott Miles looks at the current law and says, "Wait a minute, I'm not going to." I'm not going to obey the current laws of of the drugs. I don't think it's right that some people are being prosecuted. Meanwhile, John Childry goes, wait a minute, this is the law of the land. you got to get the General Assembly to change that. You can't just change it on your own, which is what activist Democrats do. John Childry is the Commonwealth's attorney that you want. When you walk into that polling place, make sure he's your choice. What what do you want in a Commonwealth attorney? This this gentleman has never had, he's prosecuted thousands of cases in Chesterfield without having a single conviction overturned by an appellate court. Never had a plea agreement rejected by any court. Yeah. Only non-elected prosecutors serving on the Virginia Criminal Justice Conference. This is the guy for Commonwealth attorney. By the way, Senator Mike Lee endorsed Ryan McAdams today. Senator Mike Lee. Very cool. Very cool. I need to tell you about Aggie's Attic on uh, Hungry Road. 2318 Hungry Road, Laurel Park Shopping Center. If if you're a bargain hunter and you like finding really cool bargains, and I found some really cool things in Aggie's Attic. I go there frequently. They're only closed on Sunday and Monday. They have a program that feeds 38 students every weekend from three elementary schools, Montrevet, Holiday, and Lakeside. They have a scholarship fund. They provide eight $500 scholarships to Hermitage Technical Center. They support local organizations, Lakeside Rescue Squad, Christmas Mother, Lamb's Basket, Clothing for the Homeless, United Methodist Family Services, and anyone else who has needs in the Lakeside and Laurel area. If you have donations, bring them and drop them off to Aggie's Attic. There's the phone number is 921-9385. And not a single employee of Aggie's Attic receives any compensation for what they do there. Not not a dime. It all goes to a good cause. And this weekend, tomorrow, Saturday, 8 to 2 p.m., Laurel Park United Methodist Church is having their family fun day, their fall festival, so to speak. They've got a huge yard sale with lots of bargains. Brunswick stew sale, hot dogs and drinks. They have a bake sale. It's a great time. If if you're a yard sailor or you like to go to thrift stores or you like for bargains, Laurel Park United Methodist Church, 2700 Hungry Road. 
8 a.m. to 2 p.m. tomorrow. Be sure to be there. The Lee brothers will be there. You should be, too. All right, coming up, more your uh, take on the election and your phone calls, 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW and 92.7 FM. And that's a wrap. But it ain't no Halloween candy wrap. <sighs> that's so outdated. That was last week. How about an election wrap? Is there such thing as an election wrap? No. The day before. See? It was this week. Okay. Okay, not an election wrap. Whatever. You judging me, bro? Judging me, bro? Judging me, bro? All right. um, What what can you say? When we are here next week, the election would have uh, been gone behind us, and we'll know who runs the House. We'll know who runs the Senate. And we hope you did the right thing. And we're counting on you to do the right thing. So we I would. Pray, uh, we're praying for you to do the right thing. Put some serious emphasis on this and talk about the ideals of freedom, not the ideas of government and how big and nasty it can get to take more from you under the guise of a fake utopia that's a lie foisted on, on, on mankind. On mankind. Let's keep this great nation going in the right direction. Exactly. Let's keep it going forward. Don't make a mistake and put the wrong people in office that are just going to stifle things. 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com is your voter guide. It's the best gun parody ever, and it's the truth on illegal immigration by clicking on the Lee Brothers. 820theanswer.com. 820theanswer.com. You also find our podcast where we'll podcast that special segment about you being more powerful than a president on Tuesday. Well, we'll podcast it today so that you can hear it as it regards to Tuesday. That's what I meant to say. Be safe out there tonight. The uh, the nasty weather's coming our way. We could have tornadoes, heavy rains, up to an inch, flash flooding. Quit being giddy about it. You're so giddy like about that. that. <laughs> Can't wait That's to so get out fun. there and do a little star chasing. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. See you next Friday right here on AM820 WNTW and FM92.7. Be sure to vote on Tuesday the right way. Yeah, I, I think I was a thug. <laughs> My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.